Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host Denise Messenger for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we delivered. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. Today is September 3rd, 2013. You know, few of us think about the role inflammation plays in disease. If we could eliminate inflammation in our bodies, we as a whole would be a lot healthier. Our guest today is Dr. Lori Schimek, who is going to teach us just how to reduce inflammation and by doing so, we also can lose fat in the process. Dr. Shemek holds a doctorate in psychology. She's a certified nutritional consultant and a certified life coach. She's the author of the best-selling book, Fire Up Your Fat Burn. Let's welcome Lori. Hi, Lori. Hello, Denise. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be oh. here and an honor, too. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. So, as you probably know, I'd like to start my show off with our guests telling the audience how you ended up on the path that you're, that you're on. Oh, it is uh, very interesting. You know, I to make it very quick, I uh, grew up with a mother who wasn't well a lot. And her lifestyle choices were really uh, awful. She, you know, chose unhealthy foods. She smoked a lot. She was very overweight. She had enormous stress because she was raising three children alone. So, and I was the oldest. Mm-hmm. And so her lifestyle was uh, not conducive to optimal health in her in in her eyes, okay? But as a mm-hmm. child, I intuitively knew that she could make other choices, and I would try to get her to eat better, and she would not, she would, you know, choose a coffee cake for breakfast, you know, <laughs> and all sorts of wonderful things that we all love, but, you know, we know <laughs> yeah. that that's not good for us. And so between um, a lot of her unhealthy choices in life. She was always suffering from one thing or another. And I remember as a little girl walking into her room and seeing her just laying there, you know, suffering, and it was terrible. So I ended up uh, pretty much taking care of my two younger brothers. And and I tried to feed them healthy. and, And for some reason, and it was probably because of her being sick a lot, I was attracted to the field of health and nutrition and helping people. So I gravitated more towards the psychology aspect of, um, in terms of the helping professions. And later down the road, I actually uh, went back to school and incorporated health and nutrition, which I loved. And so uh, I saw my clients, you know, when I was counseling, I'd actually do nutritional analysis for them, and I would see their lives change, really, and their children's lives change, and it was really amazing for me, and I loved it, and it was just, and they loved it, and, you know, and so I knew that there was something really important here, and so I literally combined the two backgrounds that I have, and started my own company, and this is where I am, what I've been doing for a while. How long have you had your company now? It is 
eight years now, um, and then prior to that, I was doing nutritional analysis alongside of the counseling. Hmm. Um, so it was really, it, it's really been a long journey, and I've been studying mm-hmm. since I was a child. <laughs> My mother would walk by; she'd see me <laughs> perusing, you know, medical dictionaries and Jeez. books and nutrition books, and she'd just walk by and shake her head. <laughs> So, but yeah, it was it was it was always been a love of mine. So tell me, spinach was good for me, and I'd be all over it. <laughs> it was definitely destiny. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. So it's you know, so, it's, her demise though um, came early in her mm. life. She because of her health choices. Um, you know, I remember one one day I walked into her room and I saw a bottle of vitamins sitting on her dresser and. I was so excited because I knew she finally got it, right, that she was going to start mm-hmm. taking care of her health. And so, unfortunately, that bottle just sat there, and it just continu- it just gathered dust, really. And um, But, of course, I kept checking to see if she'd take it, and she never did. She just let that bottle uh-huh. sit there, and I, eventually I just stopped checking, and she died really young at the age of 36 and left three children without any family. And so that was my oh. moment in my life. You know, I knew that our choices really dictate the the life we have, and they really affect other people, too. Wow. Interesting story. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, so as author of the book Fire Up Your Fat Burn, how did that come about? The writing of it. Well, the interesting thing is, is that my uh, business coach, she kept saying to me, you know, you need to really narrow your field because, you know, nobody wakes up. My my whole thing was I think everybody needs to create optimal health in their life. In fact, Mm -hmm. I had a, a show called Creating Optimal Health, and I thought that everybody wanted to wake up in the morning and say, this is the day I'm going to create optimal health. <laughs> and she told me, no, nobody wakes up and says that, Lori. Very few. And she says, so what are you going to do to narrow your field to help others? And I said, well, the my clients, all of them at this point, are all overweight. So they're weight loss clients. And that's exactly what happened, that that is – uh, that was the beginning of my foray into that world, and it's really been amazing and really, um, you know, it's been a, it's really been beneficial for me and a gift. So it's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's you know, it's been something that you know, it when I talk about weight loss, it's always related to optimal health. Okay, mm-hmm. because you can't mm-hmm. really separate the two. If you do, you're back to ground zero again. You're back to where you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the segue into that, of course, is inflammation. Let's talk about right. that. Well, you know, what is it? most well, most people think inflammation is you know that those those arthritic joints and you know it hurts my knees hurt my you know the knuckles hurt and but you know there in that's it true that is inflammation but inflammation um in in acute inflammation is something that gets our attention right away because it hurts it it's uncomfortable it you know it doesn't feel good so it's like you know a terrible sunburn or or a head cold or um uh you know something that a cut or a sprained ankle, you know, that black and blue mm-hmm. swollen sprained ankle. That's acute inflammation and very, very critical for our optimal health. We need it because without it, we're sitting ducks, really. We wouldn't be walking. And so that's important. But when inflammation becomes imbalanced, we have something called silent inflammation. And that is directly related to our lifestyle choices, silent inflammation is. So we have a silent inflammation is the core cause of most illness, disease, faster aging, and waking. And it's like having a sore on the inside of your body that never heals. 
So that's really uh, what's going on with silent inflammation. And we can't feel it. So that's that's the crux of the whole thing, that down mm-hmm. the road, health conditions manifest um, because of this silent inflammation. But the problem is we can't feel it. So, you know, when we eat something like sugar, for example, we're eating it, we can't feel the effects of what's going on right then and there necessarily. Um, but absolutely you're going to feel the effects and you're going to see the effects of sugar down the road. Mhm. Yeah, so silent inflammation is is insidious and it's there and it's lurking there 24/7, you know, unbeknownst to to the poor person walking around. In fact, 75% of all Americans are walking around with silent inflammation and they don't even know it. Mhm. So not not a good not a good statistic. So what is fat inflammation? That's the third type of inflammation. And fat inflammation really is the creates, uh, it's a result of weight gain. And it creates not just one health condition like silent inflammation does. Mm-hmm. For example, you have, do you remember the actor John Candy? Um, mm-hmm. Or James Gandolfini from The Sopranos who died recently? Yeah. He had... Uh, fat inflammation going on. And so instead of just one health condition, such as heart disease, you'll have uh, heart disease, diabetes, and high blood pressure, for example. All, you'll have a cluster of health conditions. That's fat inflammation. And most oh. people are unaware that they're actual their lifestyle choices are creating this they have they have no idea that these conditions are manifested specifically because of their lifestyle choices mhm hmm. so what so, role does inflammation play in weight gain well inflammation is important to know about in terms of weight gain because when you ingest for example, carbohydrates that are refined, and that means you know, like white sugar, white, you know, even Bread. actually they've just determined mm-hmm. right white flour, even whole grain. Believe it or not, they've just found out is metabolized very quickly if it's processed. So mm-hmm. yes, there is that. You know, now there's refined carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates. And the only difference between a whole grain carbohydrate and a simple carb is that the amount of time it takes to be processed within the body. So if you eat sugar, for example, it's immediately uh, it immediately triggers uh, insulin, and mm-hmm. also it raises your blood sugar. So when you eat sugar, which is a refined carbohydrate, you are spiking your blood sugar super high and then dropping it super fast. It's much like throwing a ball high up into the air and watching it fall rapidly to the ground. That's your blood sugar, and that's inflammation on sugar. So, mm-hmm. And that happens with white flour, for example. So it's important if you're going to eat whole grains like wheat to make sure that you see the word whole in front of it. Every time that you see this type of uh, grain, make sure that the word whole is in front of it on the ingredient list. Very important. Um, But even still, it's important to kind of stay away from so much pasta and stay away from sugar. I I tell people that literally, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I say, avoid sugar, change your life. Avoid sugar, Mm -hmm. lose weight. Because sugar is in almost is in eighty percent of all of the products that we have in the world here, and mm-hmm. you know you uh, what happens when you trigger insulin. Like I mentioned, um, insulin is uh, not just a diabetes hormone. It's not just about diabetes, but it it's it actually uh, takes the. It's like a Pac Man. It likes to gobble up the sugar in your bloodstream and store it in your cells for later use. 
But when you trigger it excessively, which is like everyday use, most Americans are eating sugar excessively every day, uh, then what happens is is that the cell becomes... Um, gets tired of the insul- insulin's constant knocking on the cell door, if you will. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. insulin then becomes ignored by the cell, and fat storage occurs because insulin is your number one fat storage hormone, and it likes to keep it there, and it makes you hungry. So really important that sugar is, um, and you know other refined carbohydrates are literally avoided, you know. Sh- you know, for example, sugar will shrink your brain. It makes us stupid. We now know. Really? And yeah, it literally oh, shrinks our that. brain. Yeah, especially in the area in the hippocampal area, especially in the area of learning and memory. So very important to, you know, let sugar go. Um, it's. I tell my clients to let it go slowly because if you do it all at once, you're, you know, it's not going to work. So you have to do it. Let it go slowly. You know, the average American ingests 156 pounds of sugar a year, and if you think about it, that's average. Okay, one soda contains 15 teaspoons of sugar. So you know, most people drink more than one soda if they mm-hmm. drink if they drink soda. And, you know, it's it's just insidious. And the type of sugar, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> you know, it's high fructose corn syrup. And high fructose mm-hmm. corn syrup is metabolized by the liver, okay, only. And it's only metabolized by the liver. And your liver is your number one fat-burning hor- uh, organ. So mm-hmm. it's taking its time trying to metabolize this man-made product when it should be detoxing your body and burning that fat. So. Oh, so so that also puts you on the road to inflammation. Right. All of this is Liver related to low-level inflammation. Yeah, and then you have mm-hmm. fat, okay? And mm-hmm. you start storing fat because remember I said that insulin is your fat storage hormone. And so yes. when you store fat... Uh, especially in your abdominal area, our fat cells like to give off inflammatory molecules. And these these fat cells are like little furnaces. They love spewing out these inflammatory molecules. Well, what happens is these inflammatory molecules slow down our metabolism. And then we oh. add more fat and we create more of these inflammatory molecules, and it becomes a vicious cycle. And this is fat formation in action. And with the right choices, the right nutritional choices, and remember, nutrition is 80% of your optimal health. It truly is, whether you're an Mm -hmm. athlete or not. Nutrition is 80%. Very important. And nutrition is a powerful drug, very powerful drug. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of times we'll see family family members, mm-hmm. and they all tend to perhaps be a bit overweight. Right? Are our genes do our genes predetermine or 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 fix us into that type of of um, you know body body mass? Mm-hmm. Or that's or a not? great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Your susceptibility, your genetic susceptibility is there, but this is the key. Your genes are not set in stone, and we know that now. We know that our health, our lifestyle choices literally affect the way our genes express, either positively or negatively. So, yes, you may be susceptible to obesity or to some other horrible low-level inflammation disease, remember, uh, mm-hmm. But with with the right healthy lifestyle choices, you turn on, you switch on those genes of optimal health, and those genes will then, you know, create optimal health for you. And not only will you lose weight, but you will also look younger. You'll feel younger. You'll feel better. I mean, it's it's amazing when you give the body what it needs. See, the problem mm-hmm. is. 
I know you know this, but the problem is is that there the processed foods that we eat are void of any nutrients, okay? And micronutrient deficiency is a core cause, one of the core causes of weight gain and poor health. But when mm-hmm. you start eating better and you start choosing better foods and you stay away from sugars and you stay away from refined carbohydrates and over zealousness or the overconsumption of carbohydrates in general, then you will absolutely, and within a short time, you'll start feeling better, you'll have more energy, you'll start dropping the weight, the fat, I like to say, and mm-hmm. um, and create. you'll be creating optimal health and a better mindset. I mean, it just, it's a chain reaction. It's, there mm-hmm. are chemical reactions that take place within the body when given the opportunity, which means bathing your cells in the right environment with the right with the with you know nutrients, micronutrients like you know vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients, which means plant chemicals, all of that changes your cell expression. So our genes are not set in stone like we once thought. Mm-hmm. Our genes mm-hmm. are able to express. We have actually 90% control in the outcome of how our cells express, either positively or negatively. And that creates a responsibility with the person who's, you know, trying to create better health, right? So. Mm-hmm. Well, when when someone comes to you and they want to feel better, they want mm-hmm. to lose weight, where do you start with them? Well, I take a, a you know a, a photo shot, if you will, uh, of their nutritional lifestyle, because fitness is fitness. We know what that we know what needs to be done there, pretty much. But in my book, mm-hmm. I talk about a very quick way to burn fat and the healthiest way, where you're going to you're going to uh, pump up the the human growth hormone and the testosterone and the all the important hormones that are needed for to be to have a fit body naturally okay but nutrition like i said earlier is 80% so i look at their their nutritional profile i do a customized nutritional analysis and then i customize it to see what they need what they don't need and that's the important thing because it's very difficult to generalize you know it's it's important we need that because obviously mm-hmm. we need people to understand about their education. We need you know people to have the knowledge, and right. um, but they but you know once they have the customized knowledge, then they can move forward quicker. Hmm. Yeah, I I just know that when it comes to having to change your lifestyle, and that means also working on your nutrition. Mhm. It can be it can be overwhelming when right. when you sit down with a counselor or a coach mm-hmm. and you're told, All right, you're gonna have to eliminate everything white mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you just you, 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 what? Everything white? Except cauliflower. <laughs> oh, you found one. That's right, cauliflower. See, there's one there. You can have. Try to make. You, you no, try to make cauliflower taste like potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. No. <laughs> can kind of pull it off. You could. I've done it. You could. <laughs> you know, actually, by adding fat to any to any refined carbohydrate or any meal will slow mm-hmm. down the uh release of sugar in the body. So, you know, I have clients who say I can't have ice cream. I say yes, you can have ice cream. Just don't have the low fat frozen yogurt. Don't have ice cream that doesn't have any fat in it. Don't have because when there's fat, it slows down that inflammatory sugar that's going to affect your cells. Oh, that's um, a really good tip. Yeah. So it's you know stay away from the the sugar the non-fat sugary foods stay away from that don't worry about fat fat will not make you fat unless you're of course um, overindulging in it 
and mm-hmm. um you know and we could go on to why fat is important but it's you know it's really fat is very important for you for many years people were under the assumption and still are you'll see food manufacturers that say low fat or no fat mm-hmm. and you know most of my clients come to me and they say and they're very fat phobic the first thing they look at is the fat grams you know on if mm-hmm. they're going to look at a nutrition label mm-hmm. or if they know that product is high in fat well the key is healthy fat is your key because healthy fat has all sorts of wonderful things in it that lower that inflammation in the body. And that's your key to optimal health and weight loss is to lower that inflammation in your body, that low-level inflammation. And uh, when you do that, you're good to go, really, because you're satiated. You mean mm-hmm. you, you, your brain knows, okay, it's getting the message, I've had enough to eat, I don't want any more. It's like a miracle. When you have enough fat in your uh, morning breakfast, for example, you have a healthy fat, like you'll have avocado or you'll have olive oil or you'll have egg yolk or whatever you want for your breakfast, as long as it's a healthy fat, you will feel so much better. You won't have cravings and you won't have hunger until lunch. And if you do, mm-hmm. you have a snack, mm-hmm. a healthy snack. That's all there is to it. And watch the weight just melt off. I use coconut oil. Oh, that's so good for you. Yes. I put it I put it in my smoothies. I use it to cook with for for omelets. I even give it a tablespoon every day to my dog. <laughs> oh, you're such a good mom. You're such a good mom. Now my dog would love that. I have not done that. <laughs> Oh but yeah, that's awesome. Really I love it. Really Although I did give her some and macadamia nut oil this morning. <laughs> really? Because, because yeah, they, now there's a new they oil. They actually eat the if they actually eat the nuts, it's very toxic for them. It actually yeah, but starts not, shutting down their nervous system. Right, but this is different. The the macadamia now macadamia nut oil is now considered, you know, up there with the olive oil, the coconut oil. It's it's a really? very it's highly anti-inflammatory, and Uh-oh. the oil doesn't bother them, and your pet, and uh, it's very very good for you. So you know I put it on my salad. It has a slightly nutty taste to it, which is really delicious, mm-hmm. because coconut mm-hmm. oil can be a little sweet when you use it. It just you need to use it in the right circumstances uh, in mm-hmm. terms of your cooking. But mm-hmm. macadamia nut oil has a high heat point, and that mm-hmm. means that you can cook higher with it and it won't degrade. Because when you cook mm-hmm. heat oil too high, like olive oil, can't go above a certain point, and it's a very low point. Otherwise, if that happens, it turns into a trans fat. It turns mm-hmm. into a fat that's not healthy for you. So that's mm-hmm. just a, a tip for your listeners you know, don't heat that olive oil too high because it's not, it's inflammatory is what happens. Mm-hmm. So now that we're kind of on nutrition, mm-hmm. what are the top 10 superfoods and why do we need them? Well, top 10 superfoods. We have, there's so many foods out there right now. I would say, for one, nuts, all nuts. Peanuts are the lowest on the list, and I know people love peanuts. But, uh, you know, all nuts are very, very, very healthy for you. Um, you know, because we've got, again, we've got that that healthy fat and the phytonutrients, those very important plant chemicals. Mm-hmm. You know, we have salmon, and I know you've all heard that salmon is good for you. Well, it is. <laughs> so I'm going to mm-hmm. say it again. It's really good for you. All fish... Fatty, cold water fish is super good for you. In fact, my clients, if they don't like fish, I have them take fish oil supplements, a very high-quality one, where they're not going to burp up the fish oil or they're not going to feel any <laughs> digestive you know, issues whatsoever. So, you know, very important because fish oil will uh, melt the fat 
and it will lower that inflammation. And that's why you're burning fat is because you're lowering that low-level inflammation. And it doesn't stop with the, the fat loss. It creates optimal health because, you know, you're you're not inflamed anymore. You're lowering that inflammation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's a mood booster as well. So you're Didn't you're balancing that. those neurotransmitters. You're increasing the serotonin in your brain. You know, that, oh. that ha- I like to call it the happy transmitter because neuro because uh, serotonin is really important and that's why people eat are so addicted to sugar and carbohydrates because mm-hmm. of that pesky happy transmitter you know but the problem mm-hmm. is with ingestion of those foods it doesn't last very long but when you ingest fish oil or healthy fish it's it's and you're doing it consistently your brain is healthy your neurotransmitter output is healthy. Everything is in balance, really. Do you have any particular brand on the, um, the um, omegas the, that you like? Omega a fish oil is, you know, something that's really important to have in your. I always insist on it. If you're, mm-hmm. if you don't like fish, I like fish and I take fish oil supplements. I have mm-hmm. on my website. I have. Um, if you go to my store, you'll see pharmaceutical-grade uh, fish oil that physicians use for their patients. But you know, as long as you as long as you find a fish oil that's purified, is very important. So don't worry about the brand. So worry about the brand if it's from a grocery store or if it's from you know other places that aren't high quality. But if you're going to a, a mom and pop nutritional store, vitamin store, mm-hmm. you're pretty good to go there because they sell, most of them sell high-quality supplements. Whole Foods, for example, they sell high-quality mm-hmm. supplements. Mm-hmm. So, And and I do as well. Why don't you give the listeners your website so they'll know what it is? Okay, it is uh, dlshealthworks.com. That's D-L-S as in Sam, healthworks. Dot com, and they'll find it. What there. were the first two letters? Uh, D as in Daniel, L as okay. in Lori, and S as in Sam. Healthwork.com. Okay. And there's a lot of information on there. A lot of play, you know, a lot of areas where they can learn about nutrition and fitness and inflammation. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as we age, the supplementation becomes more critical. Right. Um, because, like you were saying earlier, we're not getting the amount of nutrients that we really need out of our food these days. Granted that they fortify a lot of foods, mm-hmm. but it's still not the same. No, it isn't. If things have changed a lot, um, not just the way food manufacturers process food, but by but the way food is, is raised, if you will. So we have nutrients... Uh, a lack of nutrients in our soil. We have the length of time it takes to get the food to the grocery store. And then it sits in the grocery store for maybe a couple days, okay? And then we take it home, and it sits for another couple days. And, you know, if we're lucky, that's a very short period of time. Some some foods are shipped and sat, they're sitting in the truck, they're sitting on the ship, there's, you know... It's it's really a nightmare in terms of that. Plus, the soil mm-hmm. is devoid um, is void of nutrients. So, it, minerals, like I mentioned earlier, micronutrient deficiency. Minerals are a part of that. Are critical to optimal health. If you have the right minerals in your body, which means you're taking the right supplements um, that will provide that, and eating the healthiest food you can choose, then you're getting a very good dense dose of those micronutrients. And that's mm-hmm. vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients. So mm-hmm. our our conventional soil that the food manufacturers uh, choose from, the farmers are using, the soil's mm-hmm. dead, really. There's not much going on there. You know, so yeah. there's a lot of issues that... Uh, that relate back to the way the food is grown. We have uh, pesticides and herbicides and fungicides that 
reduce the amount of nutrient value. Um, if you look at organic food, organic food, they're not given the spray of pesticides, okay? So these plants, they have to fend for themselves. They have to create antioxidants that help prevent any attack on them, okay? Mm-hmm. These antioxidants we eat. They the more uh, you know, we eat these things, the the better our health mm-hmm. and the um stronger our cells are in terms of a positive output. So antioxidants um that are you know, fortified that that are um within the plant that fortify us are our critical key to optimal health. You know, they've um, conducted studies mm-hmm. between organic produce and commercially grown produce, mm-hmm. and they wanted to see the actual vitamin mineral content. Mm-hmm. And it, and it pretty was it was conclusive that the organic vegetables had much higher contents of minerals and vitamins. They do. And it's so important. And, you know, the interesting thing is I've had people come up to me and say, you know, Dr. Lori, the food doesn't taste that much different. Well, it does. If You know, sometimes it does. Sometimes now meats can be deceiving. So if you have, you know, organic meat, it's a little bit different, but not a whole lot different. You'll find that... Uh, Conventional meats and poultry, for example, have a more of a cardboardy taste, a bland taste. Uh, but in terms mm-hmm. of fruits and vegetables, the, the tomatoes, for example, tomatoes that are organic, there's not even there is no comparison at all. Yeah. I will not even yeah, touch I, a conventional I agree. tomato. Yeah, I agree. Celery, ce- celery's kind of in the middle there. Right. Sometimes it tastes good organic, and right. sometimes and it does Organic celery is very salty tasting. That's mm-hmm. the difference. You know, you can you can taste the minerals, and that's the saltiness of what you're tasting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're tasting all of those the potassium and more in there. That's um, you know that when you eat organic food, at least you're giving your body that edge, and that's that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, commercial, commercial. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Commercial celery has one of the highest um, pesticide contents of almost all the vegetables. Right. I know. Yeah. And you know, compared to organic, it's it's not as strong tasting. So if you try organic celery, you'll find that it's really different in terms of the strength of the, the flavor. But yes, I um. You know, it. I wrote a blog post the other day about how important food is and how people need to view it, if they choose to, as a drug, really. You know, because if you look at people who eat poor foods, who choose poor foods, rather, um, their health shows you the effect of this drug. People who choose healthier foods, their health shows you the effect of that drug. Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. look at the way you're, you know, if you look at food more as a drug than as it's there just to benefit you in terms of taste, and I'm not saying that that isn't going to happen. That's a very important part of our life experience. And, you know, eating healthy doesn't take that take away from that. It's just a matter of getting used to reducing the French fries, eventually avoiding them, and then getting just you're getting your palate used to eating healthy again. That's what it takes. Yeah, it takes a lot more work. It does. It takes and focus. a lot of planning. Yeah, it does. Preparing and planning are your keys to success. They really are. So, you know, make that list before you go to the grocery store. Look at recipes you want to make that are super healthy that you know. You know, I always tell my clients to add superfoods to every single meal. So in the morning, add a superfood. Lunch, add a superfood. Dinner, add a superfood. And you're good to go. Uh, Because, again, nutrient-dense, okay? Very healthy. Mm -hmm. And so 
you know, look at recipes, look at food you want to make, and cook. A lot of people eat out. And mm-hmm. so start to learn to cook for yourself and your family and, you know, make make it easy for you. Make sure that, you know, you have your planning and your preparing is um, part of it is making sure that you have everything you need, even if it's a quick meal, to make sure that it's a healthy meal. Because, you know, mm-hmm. taking your child and your child, your family to McDonald's isn't, even though they love it, and I know they do, um, it's not in their best interest in terms of their their positive cell expression for yeah, their health. It's fine. It's fine for once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like everything, you can the do human things body in moderation. Is right. Mm-hmm. So, why is high blood pressure such a problem in our um, community of of people these days? Well, it it's all like part of the low-level inflammation. Older. Pardon? It seems like, like people 50 years and older, it's mm-hmm. like epidemic, high blood pressure. Right, because, you know, you remember early on I spoke about how, you know, low-level inflammation, so you're eating this sugar, you're eating the pies and the cakes, and, you know, Grandma did it and she lived to be 90 years old. Well, Grandma was in a wheelchair the last five years of her life or the last year of her life or the last, you know. um, So low-level inflammation, when you ingest that sugar, for I like to use sugar because it's so pervasive in our society. So when you ingest that sugar, you can't feel it, but down the road you'll see it. It's there, like I said, 24-7 lurking there. And, um, you know, now there are different reasons for high blood sugar, high blood pressure. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of it is low-level inflammation. There are some areas, you know, it could be medicine, prescriptions are causing this. It could be a disease uh, issue. But high blood pressure in and of itself, unless it's familial and, you know, it's very dangerous, uh, for example, my yeah. dad has that type of high blood pressure, um, mm-hmm. is lifestyle choices. So lose the weight and start choosing healthier foods. Choose foods that are higher, you know, nutrient-dense. I've got those minerals of the potassium and the magnesium. Um, a lot of people who are on anti-cholesterol medication tend to have high blood pressure mm-hmm. medi- um, issues. And that's related to a lack of coenzyme Q10. So it's a mouthful, but coenzyme Q10 or CoQ10 for short is very important in keeping your blood pressure low. As we age, we naturally lose it. So after about the age of 28, like we lose our Mm -hmm. muscle mass as well after about the age of 28, we lose our CoQ10. CoQ10 is your mitochondria's, it's the the furnace, if you will. So your cellular energy, it's what keeps you alive. So very important, if you have high blood pressure, to check into supplementing with CoQ10, especially if you're taking cholesterol-lowering drugs because these drugs deplete your body of CoQ10. So you have the aging factor that depletes it, and you have the drug that depletes it. And that's a double whammy. statin drugs. And so muscle pain is a common side effect of these drugs, and that's because a lack of CoQ10. Mm -hmm. And don't statin drugs deplete you of that? Yes. That's the cholesterol-lowering drug, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you're taking that, um, make sure that you supplement with CoQ10. Most doctors are not advising their patients to take CoQ10 along with the statin drugs, but some are starting to get on board. I've been, you know, I've, my clients have been just like, oh, bless you, I did not know this, I don't have any muscle pain anymore, and... Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. very important. 
Yeah, it's very valuable information. Now, do you work with clients, say, just over the telephone? Because I know that you're you're based in Texas, so for our listeners right. that are all over the United States. Right. Um, Actually, I have clients around the world, and I work via telephone or Skype and in person here in my uh, area. So um, okay. I've... I'm flying to Cleveland, actually, next week to see a client. So I fly, you know, to – I have clients everywhere. And I fly and, you know, depending on, you know, how they want me in in terms of their – to fil- facilitate optimal health, I'll be there for them. So, you know, if it's in person, no matter where they are, or here, or telephone, or Skype, that's how we do it. And how can they reach you? They can reach me at uh, Dr. Lori at dlshealthworks.com. And that's Dr. Lori with no period after the doctor. Dr. Lori at dlshealthworks.com. D-R-L-O-R-I at dlshealthworks.com. Great. So let's talk about what's this little known secret for optimal health? The little-known secret, well, there's a lot of them. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. one, there's, you know, I've talked about one, and that is dropping sugar, okay? Okay. And so we talked about that, and I didn't talk about the the important part of that, and that is uh, another important part. Not only does it make us stupid, it shrinks our brain, sugar, but (laughs) it also (laughs) glycates our tissues, our bodily tissues. So what happens is um, it creates sagging of the skin, wrinkles, and what's happening on the outside of your body is also happening on the inside of your body. So we have proteins and sugars circulating throughout our body, and these two come together, proteins and sugars, and they create a chemical reaction that stiffens and hardens the tissues and changes the cellular structure. I know. It's really not very pretty. So you think about the crispy browned potatoes on the stove, right, or the fried chicken Mm -hmm. or the grilled steak with the crispy parts. And I hope you're not hungry. anybody hungry. I know. Um, But those crispy parts, that's glycation. And that same process is happening in our bodies. And when that does, you'll see the effects in terms of wrinkles and sagging skin and more. So we want flexible tissue in our body. That's optimal health. We don't want a rigid and an inflexible heart, right? And we don't Mm -hmm. want rigid and inflexible arteries or blood vessels. So everything, you know, in sugar is in white flour, uh, processed foods, all of this will create the glycating effect. They call it the browning reaction. So it's car- the caramelization of bodily tissue is what's going on. Mm. So the other key to optimal health and uh, mm-hmm. anti-aging is to strength train. Very important to strength train because we start losing muscle mass at the very tender age of 28. And Gee. once, yeah, I know. So we start losing a lot of it and it becomes... Uh, exponential as we age, of course. And the one way to stop that is to start strength training, to make sure you're you're using your muscles and that they mm-hmm. are strong. And this is your key to stopping what naturally, we think naturally occurs, is frailty. And that is not a given. That is not normal and it's not a given in any way, shape, or form. We can live well into our older age with independence and strength. And, you know, I am um, 55 years old, and I can do 14 pull-ups. And it's great. that's important to maintain that muscle mass because you don't mm-hmm. want to... Lose it as you age. If you lose it, you see how thin older people are and frail. That's a mm-hmm. lack of muscle. 
You know, that's a lack mm-hmm. of, a wasting of muscle. So to prevent and reverse it, start using your muscles. And challenging. Don't just, pick, for women out there, don't pick up those little puny two or three pound weights. Start, mm-hmm. you're not going to become uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're not going to look like those women that have huge muscles because they're doing something completely different. It, 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 our bodies aren't meant to, to be that way, okay? But challenge your muscles, challenge it, make sure that you're doing enough where you, f- you know it's not so easy for you, and mm-hmm. um, you'll start. That's, that's an anti-aging tip right there, right there. Well, that's, that's great. So where can listeners get your book, Fire Up Your Fat Burn? <laughs> they can find my book at, on Amazon. They can find the Kindle edition or the hardback. And it's uh, Fire Up Your Fat Burn on Amazon.com. Or they can find my book on my website, DLSHealthWorks.com. Wonderful. Well, <laughs> we have run out of time. We've had a lot of fun today. <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved it. Thank you. Some, some great tips. To get us on the road. So yes. thanks so much, so, Lori. You are so welcome. It's been an honor. So just make sure that, you know, take that one small step, add to it, build on that confidence and that motivation, and eventually you're going to be walking and talking uh, optimal health. Thanks so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye, listeners. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Listeners, um, just a parting thought that the entire contents of this radio show is based upon the opinions of Denise Messenger and her guests. The information on the show, it's not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not intended as medical advice. It's intended as a sharing of knowledge and information from our guests and experiences. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional of your choice. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Thank you for listening and hope to hope you'll tune in again next week. Bye-bye.